I want to come on here live because I am really excited for my new program that is going to launch tomorrow. Um, it is on having a good relationship with money and I want to just talk to you guys about why as a dating coach, I think it's important to have a conversation about money. So I'm here hanging out with my cute little Christmas tree um, and I just want to connect with you guys and help you understand why it's important to, uh, t to talk about money, to have a good relationship with money, and just generally how it's actually affecting your dating and how you might not know it. So um, just to lay it out really concise for you, um, there are three major reasons why I think it's important to have this workshop and to be having this conversation with you as a dating coach because ultimate, ultimately my job is your success in love and relationships. So I want to help you have every advantage that I can give you. And one of those advantages is being able to get you comfortable with your relationship with your finances. And to kind of lay this out, um, specifically and especially for members of the church, I think that it's important to acknowledge um, kind of where dating and finances have played in in the, in the past. Um, because previously, we lived in a culture and a society where men were the breadwinners, right? Um, men were the only ones who were allowed to have jobs for a while. Um, and then it was predominantly men in the workforce. And that is not the reality of 2021. Um, and so we're no longer as women needing to gauge men on, you know, can they provide for me? Um, which by the way, men are more than money anyways, right? Um, but it used to be that we would, as women, um, kind of pick a spouse based on, well, you know, does he have the security to provide for me and the kids so that I can stay home with the kids? Um, and obviously, a lot of women still choose that, and that's amazing. And that doesn't necessarily have to be the same factor anymore. Um, because money has never been easier to make. And especially, and even if uh, you are a stay-at-home mom, there are tons of ways for you to make money from home. And so that just doesn't need to be factored in in the same way. Um, and I still talk to women who make a significant amount of money, who have amazing educations, um, who will not date men if they don't make enough money. And I think that that's a little weird um, because those roles aren't the same anymore. Um, and, you know, you don't need to leave the home to provide for your family. So why is that still being factored in in the same way? Um, I think that there is something to be said for, you know, connecting with someone who has the same idea for a lifestyle that you want. Um, you know, I know couples who want a modest living and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But I also know couples who want a more extravagant kind of life. Um, and that's okay too. 
And it's important to be able to have that conversation and to find people who will connect with you in that way. Okay. So first of all, um, women are not looking for the same thing in a partner anymore. We're not looking for providers financially anymore. Um, so that is something important to consider, especially if you're a woman. Um, and men, if you're running into that kind of attitude from women, talk to them about it, address it. Um, and we, I think generally as a, as a culture, um, tend to avoid the topic of money because we were taught to. Um, and I don't think that it's helpful. I don't think that it is something that we need to do anymore. Um, so let's start just opening up that conversation. Okay. Um, and second is that, um, lack begets lack. Um, and this was something that was really, really hard for me to learn when I was single, um, when I was very broke and, um, when I was just in this place of feeling like I had nothing. Um, and in fact, I, I couldn't see, you know, better circumstances for myself because I was so focused on, you know, like what I didn't have, what I was needing, um, and you know, all of those lack kind of things. And so that made it really hard to go after what I want and to look for what I wanted. Um, and, uh, just to kind of like illustrate this in a story. Um, I had just gone through like a heartbreak and, um, and I was really, really fed up with dating. I was like 24, 25 at the time. And, um, and I remember very vividly sitting in my car and I just prayed for a different trial. I was like, heavenly father, listen, like whatever else you need to give me, give me something else horrible so that dating looks better by comparison. And I hope that you see how like unhelpful that was for me to say. Um, but I mean, Heavenly Father answered that prayer and I ended up in a lawsuit after that. So it was uh, definitely a way for me to learn that lesson. And um, I am not, you know, I am not advocating for um, looking for more reasons to suffer. You know, I had to totally change that thinking. And instead of focusing on all of the things I lacked and, and what could be worse for me so that my other trials seemed better, I could actually just pray to be in a better situation overall. I could pray to have more blessings. I could pray to have better experiences dating and to have a good financial situation. Um, and I couldn't connect those two things in my mind for a really long time and it hurt me. It was really, really hard to go through where I felt like I couldn't make any money. I was making three jobs at a time. I was working three jobs at a time and, and dating was awful. And I was just in a place where I felt like everything was horrible. Um, and I was just perpetuating the lack and there was a deep rooted connection between my financial lack and my dating lack and trying to, um, get out of one without getting out of the other was working against me. 
And it was only when I decided to work on both things in harmony and try to create abundance and love and excitement and passion in my financial situation and my dating experiences that they both improved and then kind of everything improved and it was really awesome. Um, and that's something that I do see a lot with the singles that I work with um, is typically when clients come to me and they're in this place of feeling really frustrated, feeling like they aren't hopeful and feeling like just nothing is working out for them in dating, um, very consistently they're in that same situation financially. And so it's no shock um, that when we get to a place together um, during coaching where they're feeling really good and really confident and solid about their dating life and, um, and their dating situation overall, their financial situation improves. I have seen it again and again and again. Um, in fact, I just had a client who told me that at the same time he started dating a girl who was matching up with him in all of the ways that he wanted a girl to match up with him and that he couldn't find for so long. Um, at the same time that he starts dating her, he also received um, a, a message from some partners that he had been talking to about investing that they were going to give him access to a multi-million dollar fund to fund all of his investment ventures. Um, and those two things came at the same time because we had been working together to create a reality of abundance. And when abundance is your reality, then you're not limiting yourself to, well, I can be really abundant and have really good experiences with dating, but not anything else. Like when you're having really good experiences dating, then your experiences are going to be good in your finances, in your job, in your social life. Like, like all of it raises to a higher frequency and vibration. And that's something that I see as a pattern. Um, this is not an anomaly, not only for myself, but for my clients. Um, and before I move on to the third thing, um, I saw this comment from Ammon who says, men should still be the provider. It's a natural role stated in the family proclamation. I agree 100%. And being a provider doesn't necessarily have to mean financially. Um, you Husbands can be providers in other ways. Um, and I think that it's short-sighted of us to like put people into boxes like that. Um, and lots of couples have different ways of working that out. And those roles can still be there. A woman can still be a nurturer and a man can still be a provider even if it looks different financially. So I think that that is just important to get out and communicate because I mean, that's the world that we're living in. And I think it's really incredible that we're having so many opportunities to make money in different ways so that more people can have um, different types of relationships and, um, and really thrive in a way that um that our society has has shifted um so 
those are my thoughts on that. You guys are welcome to agree or disagree. Um, let me know in the comments. Um, but I'm going to move on to the third thing, which is, um, I know that this might sound a little bit harsh and I say it with love, but when you are kind of in that headspace of, I don't have any money, um, and, and that, like I mentioned before, kind of leaks into how you see yourself. Um, I am very poor, I am broke, I have nothing. Um, and you're just kind of in this headspace of like, I lack and I, and I don't have very much to offer. That also doesn't make you an attractive option for people when they're dating. Um, and I'm not saying that you have to have a lot of money to be an attractive option. I'm not saying that at all. I am saying that when you are telling the narrative of, I don't have anything and so I don't have anything to offer, then people are going to believe that. And they're gonna, you're gonna see that reflected in your dating experiences. And so it's not so much about, you know, do you have money so that you can date? It's, do you see yourself as someone who gets to experience life, who gets to be abundant, who gets to have good things and treat themselves well and treat other people well. Um, and when you are in that headspace of, I am not lacking, I am someone who is generous and I don't have to worry about every single penny because I know that Heavenly Father's got my back and so I can take that love and that care um, and I can share it with other people, then that makes you more attractive and that makes you someone that other people really want to be around. So when it comes down to it, the way that you show up for yourself in dating, the way that you feel about yourself, um, it's so, so often, not always, but often, very tangibly reflected in your financial habits and your financial situation. And that's why it's so important to me as a dating coach who wants you to find your forever person. I want to help you get into good and healthy relationships. I think that it's my duty to have a conversation with you guys about money and to open up this dialogue and help it be something that we're not afraid of, that we can kind of break the stigma of being cheap um, and just generally step into more of our potential because money is as abundant to you as anything else. And I think that as saints, um, it's almost incumbent on us to not be limiting what blessings we ask the Lord for because there's so much good that we get to do. There's so much generosity within the church. There's so much compassion. There's so much desire to serve and to help other people live better lives. And I, when I was trying to do that, when I was trying to serve people from a place of extreme poverty, I wasn't serving very well. And, and that doesn't have to be true for everyone, but that was true for me um, because I was lacking so much and I was in a place of such like just devastation um, that if somebody asked me for a favor, I would do it 
but I would be resentful because I was like, well, I don't have anything. I don't have $3 to my name. I, I'm literally negative in my bank account and you're asking me for a ride and I have to pay for gas. And, and I started like creating all of these reasons why it wasn't fair that I was being asked to help. Um, and I know that that was very like self-focused. Um, but I believe that when you're in that place of lack, then you need to be a little more self-focused because you can't pour from an empty glass. Um, and it's okay to get yourself into a good place and then serve people from a place of, I have enough for myself and I have enough for you and I'm going to share that and spread that as best I can. So that is why I have opened this workshop. It's called Break Up With Being Broke. And I'm really, really excited to dive deeper into all of these principles with you um, because it's one, I think gonna be so much fun. I actually love talking about money. Um, and two, it's all coming from a gospel-centered perspective. Like I am going to share with you guys scriptures that talk about being abundant and being wealthy and um and not like being so afraid of money um and i think that this will significantly improve your dating experience i think it will significantly improve your confidence when you get a handle on your relationship with money so check out what i'm talking about um with the there is no link in my bio yet i'll fix that it'll be up tomorrow actually um if you want in before it goes live tomorrow, um, send me a message and just message me money, message me breakup, message me whatever. Um, there is actually an early bird discount um, and that will only be valid until tomorrow when I officially open the door. Um, the price will go up $100 and you gotta be there. It's going to be so much fun. This workshop is going to take place in January. Um, it'll run for four weeks. There will be four live calls with me. Um, they will be an hour. They will be virtual. Um, so no stress about coming to St. George and being there in person um, because you can do it from anywhere. And I would love to have you. So if you guys have any questions about it, if you have any questions about you know, what I've talked about in this live or what I'm talking about um, in regards to connecting finances with dating, um, then please don't hesitate to reach out because I think it's really fun to talk about um, and I'm definitely gonna be talking about it more. And as always, I am first and foremost a dating coach. So trust me, these things are going to all be connected and, um, and when you change your financial headspace um it changes the way that you think about dating so i can't wait to show you how that works and i will talk to you all soon bye